This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Prime time on Super Week. This is just a special opportunity to continue to play with this group, which is amazing for me as a player. This is a Super Week edition of Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Isaac and Sue on 1080. Ah, oh, looks like we're going to the championship. The Fan. All right, we're talking about uh, LeBroni's moment last night. Of course, uh, Anthony Davis, he wanted the moment for himself, and uh, lo and behold, he hijacked us. It's one of the worst looks I've seen in a while. It the, worked. It, it's, it's just really bad optics, and then there's a an even worse shot floating around over there because the one that the video going around is him from behind when he sits down on the bench and doesn't give a rip, but there is a, a front shot where someone caught his face in the moment of the celebration, and boy, it's... I don't care how you spin that. It's just a bad look. And so my guess is that relationship is already weird as it is. So maybe it, it really doesn't matter. But just from an outsider's perspective, uh, it's it's hard when you're the only one in the building that seems to not care about one of the more significant moments in NBA history. And it's supposedly your ride-or-die teammate there. <clears throat> so here was LeBron uh, on the court after the game. I just want to say... Um... Uh, thank you to the Laker faithful. Um, you guys are one of a kind. Um, to be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Um, please give a standing ovation to the, to the captain, please. Um, to my beautiful wife, my daughter, my two boys, my friends, my boys, my family, my mother, all my... Man, everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years, I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. All y'all help, all y'all passion, all y'all sacrifice to help me get to this point. And to the NBA, to Adam Silver, to the late great David Stern, I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I-, I would never, ever in a million years uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight. So man thank you guys <laughs> yeah a little left bomb there <laughs> yeah why not so it doesn't sound like he really rehearsed much no right he no, just kind of was like took just, the mic and swung it and, and i i love I, I, that's I'm, better than some prepared exactly i'm not the world's biggest lebron guy but i don't hate him but last night i thought was awesome kudos to him and he looks great too he's he's Dude, that inc- guy he's incredible how We've, many years is he gonna play Look, he is 38 years old, whatever this is, his 23rd season, 22nd season, something like that. And he's putting up numbers comparable to 10 years ago when he won an MVP. Now, I know he's not the same player. He doesn't play on the both ends like he used to, but he's still one of the better players in the NBA. 
I've never seen anything like it. Never seen anyone take better care of himself. And again, knowing someone that's been around uh, Nike and, and is familiar with everything, is, it, you know, has been oh. to the Olympics and, and worked with with some of these guys or around them. He says no one, not not Michael, not 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 Kobe, no one took more care of their body and put more into it than LeBron James. I have uh, Phil Knight info. Oh yeah, yeah. About the phone, I sent a few feelers out. Yeah, <laughs> so he has an iPhone, mm-hmm. uh, or at last check, it was an iPhone, and he does use it more than somebody his age might. Okay, because he's Phil Knight. Sure, but also, um, yeah, he's not. I was uh, told that he is not. I got to be careful, you know. But he, so he's what eighty mid eighties, eighty five, PK eighty five this year. Yeah, right, right. I think it was eighty five. Um. He's not as bad on it as say your your typical old at that age. Yeah, my mom is not that old, and my mom, it's if you handed her a cell phone, she would probably think it was a remote control. Turns so, eighty five later this month. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so he's pretty. Right. He's, he's so like, he probably had it on him, <laughs> and he left it in his pocket. I thought it was one of my. I thought that was an of the photo because it's an amazing photo, and it'll, it'll go up, and that'll become iconic, like Jordan's last shot against Utah. And I just love that Phil's baller front row. Same old, not wearing the Oregon hat though. He's no cap because he's usually got the hat on. But I love he's just in the black jacket, legs crossed, and just taking in the moment. Hey. Thought it was awesome. In a sea of cell phones, he was the one guy just standing there or and sitting there. Most importantly, hanging with Bronny, <laughs> future Oregon Duck. So Bronny James. I was thinking more like Phil buys the Blazers, drafts Bronny, and oh, then LeBron, I love that LeBron too. comes and finishes his career what if he in get, Portland. What if he does both? <laughs> he gets him to Oregon and then buys the Blazers, just, gets LeBron and Bronny. Just tell Lillard, hey, hang on for two more yeah. years and we'll get LeBron up here and, and everything will How be... How great would that be? We'll be hunky-dory. I mean, it probably would be terrible, <laughs> but it would be better than what they have now. <laughs> he is he is truly special. and uh, But yeah, but you're going to want LeBron at 43? I want him. Look, how is is he's thirty eight, right? Is that how old he he's is? Thirty eight. If I give you, if I told you that you are going to get Bronny and LeBron mm-hmm. in two years, yes, you take it right now. Yes, you don't even care what else is on the team. I, I, yeah, I'll take it. Look, may mean Lillard's gone. Well, no. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like you have to say, okay, take what the blaze take take door A. Yeah, which is what the Blazers may do, which mm-hmm. is probably a whole lot of. Jared Vanderbilt moves, right? Yeah. Or I'll give you door B, and it's LeBron, and it's Bronny. No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm not building. That's a backtrack. You just said. You well, were like, oh, yeah. I'm not building my team around 40-year-old LeBron James, but if I can well, add a 40-year-old LeBron James, at this rate, I don't know. It's the Tom Brady thing, right? Like, at, at some point, there's a law of diminishing returns, and he's not the player he once was. But. I haven't seen anything at 38 that believes that in two years that he's not going to be productive. Yeah, two years, I think, is a debate. You get any further out than that, it's like, mm. Yeah, he's ridiculous, but again, father time. Well, maybe Bronny will be the next LeBron. <laughs> then look what you've signed up for. I don't think that's And the then case. Bryce comes along, and he's even better. <laughs> and then and then maybe LeBron's mom can be the coach. Oh. Hey, she was looking pretty good. She's young and spry. Or wife. She was out there. Uh, do you know how much money LeBron made for every point he has scored in the NBA? I do not. Can I tell you? Yes, please. Would you like to know? Yeah. You want to take a guess? He's worth over a billion dollars, right? I don't know what he's worth, but uh, in terms of just his NBA salary, every time he scores a point, 
LeBron James cashes $10,000, $10,941. It has been uh, every That's pretty point. remarkable considering he's had almost 40,000 of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's Yeah, so it's for over 400 million. He's quite good in earnings and and he's quite wealthy. I think Do you get paid $10,941 a minute here? I I don't. I don't. I'm lucky if I get paid $10,000 a year. I'm on that buck plan. Hmm. You know, I used to hear that there was a, a stat, I don't know if it was like an old wives' tale or not, but that it actually, that if there was a $100 bill laying on the ground, Bill Gates, it would cost him more more in his time to bend over and pick it up uh, <laughs> than it would to just walk by it. Huh. Uh, I haven't reached that threshold yet. No. So I'll pick it up. I haven't quite. That's interesting, though. Bill Gates, it is yet. not worth <laughs> Bill Gates bending over and possibly injuring his back. To pick up or even wasting the time because a second he spends doing yeah. that isn't worth you know right. what he could be doing otherwise. Right, because it, it's one less second that he is going to that meeting where he's going to earn another billion dollars. Yeah. Be nice to go with him to a strip club. <laughs> Billy Gates? Yeah, Billy what Gates. What if he was super cheap? Boy, wouldn't that be something? And he's like, I'll get this round, but... Yeah, you're like, hey, you're... Is anyone... When's the... Well, although maybe you can endear yourself to Bill Gates by buying him a drink. When's the last time someone bought Bill Gates anything? Or buying him a dance. Yeah, do you think that that's a good... Maneuver like you buy him something early and then think, oh, dude, he's gonna just spring for everything. <laughs> he should probably spring for everything anyway. Yeah, I don't know. They always say that you don't you don't get to be a billionaire by giving away money. So, like, yeah. t- like Tiger Woods is notoriously cheap, right? Yeah, like you hear cheaper. that about him, and you, know, you hear that about different athletes. So I, I have. But no, once you get so much money, I have no idea. He's one of like he's one of the uh, the biggest philanthropists in the world. Bill Gates has given away billions of dollars, but isn't he killing? Puppies and eating grandmas, though. I thought it was. I thought it was drinking. Uh, that was a satanic thing where they were child drinking sex child sex rings. Drinking child blood, maybe. I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. See, that's you got to take the good with the bad. Club and seals, all that fun stuff. You know. All right, are we done here? You guys done talking about Bronny, the second greatest player in NBA history, F- future Oregon Duck, Bronny James? Is that his? What is his real? Is his real name LeBron? He's LeBron he, James Jr. He's Jr. Yeah. Okay. Man. For that reason alone, he's got to be good. <laughs> Look, that I do not. That kid's life is fine, and it's going to be fine. But the amount of pressure that comes with being not just LeBron James's kid, but the namesake and today's media world—that's I don't envy that kid for the, for that position. That that guy could make it to the NBA, and people will still rag on him for being a bust if he just makes the NBA, because. How do you live up to that? And there's not many athletes, you know, from Jordan's kids to Gretzky's kids. And it's I'm trying to think of, you know, an athlete that was that good, like even in that stratosphere as one of the all time greats whose kid even sniffed what their their dad did. I mean, we've had like like Griffey. Right. But his dad was a a solid player. Same thing with Bonds. But they weren't greats. Certainly weren't all time greats. Imagine being Ken Griffey Jr.'s kid. And then, you know, having to come in and, and play Major League Baseball or Bonds' kid. And, and it's the same thing. None of Jordan's kids. I think one of them played at, like, Central Florida, never did anything. I mean, I just don't – just that, that's that – Isn't one of them stupid Scotty Pippen's ex now? Yeah, yeah. There's his claim to fame. <laughs> that is true. Pippen's ex-wife is with Jordan's kid. Yes. And she yeah, said – Larsa Pippen, I think, is her name. Yeah, she said she changed his diapers as a child. That's – that's weird. Hey, now. Hey, if the internet has taught me anything, that's all the rage right now. Changing diapers? No, the old ladies. The Cougs? It's all about the Cougs and the stepmoms. Pac-12 expansion coming into focus. 
next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Pac-12 expansion is coming into focus. Well, one team's all but done, and now we've got a second contender popping up. <clears throat> yeah, San Diego State is likely joining the Pac-12. Yeah, that's been going on for a couple months now um, that everyone says that that's all but a foregone conclusion, but there were the idea of you would want to add one more, and now we have a, at least a view of who that team more than likely uh, is. Yeah, who do you think most people think it is? I don't know. I mean, everyone was always throwing around the idea of Boise, although I thought that was never even a consideration for the Pac-12. Um, you heard Fresno, you know, could make sense because they wanted to get into the California thing. Um, and then you start looking. There's not a lot of great options, like out west, and so then that inevitably leads you, because you're not taking anything from the Big 12, that leads you to Texas. And here you yep. go. SMU. Yeah. Located in Dallas. According to Brett McMurphy, Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyavkov has already toured San Diego State, and he is planning to visit SMU today. Well, so, again, they don't want SMU. Uh, one, it's a religious institution, which has always been a bit of a sore spot for some of the academics in the Pac-12, but it's a major market. There's not many of those major markets available. I guess you could say this gets you into a, another time zone and, and it gets you into the state of Texas, but you're, what, the seventh best program in Texas? You this got, goes back to this. I've always been asking this question. Yeah, seventh, at least seventh. Well, you got Texas, Texas A&M, right? You got TCU, you got Houston, you got Baylor. Am I missing someone? Tech. Yeah, Texas Tech. Yeah, we're you're talking That's about seventh. you're talking about the seventh best team in Texas. Yeah, this this is what is really puzzling to me about these realignment expansion talks is that 
they oftentimes talk about these schools in these big TV markets, but UCLA was like this. Like UCLA is in LA. Get it? Yep. You know, big institution. Everybody knows UCLA, big brand, but no one cares about UCLA in LA. Oh. So why does it matter? If UCLA is in LA, if no one in LA is watching them, the only right, the only reason same thing with Dallas and SMU. It's like, yeah, I get you're going for the bigger market, you're getting into Texas recruiting. That makes sense, yeah. but does it matter? SMU, like they've missed the boat on a lot of this stuff. They missed the boat, I think, with BYU. I, although there's talk that, oh, because BYU is now going to the Big Twelve. BYU is in the Big Twelve, right? So that so that ship has sailed. But they, but again, that's the thing about this realignment deal is you got to be out ahead of it. And if they were smart, I think BYU would have been a way better ad if they could have made the whole thing work. A religious institution, like you said, but now SMU is a religious institution. Yeah. So they're so see what I mean, like. Okay, you could have had BYU, but you but you're like, oh no, you're too stuffy for BYU. Well, they end up in the Big Twelve, and now you're looking at a school that's BYU light. Well, I think what what ended up happening is, and I, I've tried and been reading up on this the best I can, um, and there's a lot of different conflicting reports because no one wants to just come out and you know, no one's spilling the beans, and Klayovkov is trying to paint a rosy picture on it. But the truth of the matter is, this deal is not going to be great for the Pac-12. Um, schools aren't happy about it. Uh, the the Washington and, and and Oregon are upset that the Big Ten doesn't appear to be looking to expand out west anymore. I mean, you've got possible you know unequal splits coming for some of those schools. Otherwise, they're going to be pissed about this. And the fact that you're having to to get into San Diego State and SMU, it's desperation. What I want to know is what is that value worth? Because the only reason you add teams is one stability. And two, the idea that you can get more out of your TV deal. I want to see what this is because some of the reports are is that, you know, the whole Amazon thing, Amazon doesn't want all their program. Amazon basically wanted what like they got with the NFL. They wanted like 11 or 12 weeks. They wanted the best game, one game a week. And it wasn't going to be enough to offset what ESPN was offering. So, you know, Klyovkov's in here saying that this is going to be this great media rights deal and it's going to be great. I, I want to see what this ends up. It's, if you add San Diego State and you add SMU, remember, you have to split that pie two more ways. And if you don't get to that, at least that $35 million range, like in that 30 to 35, which is like what the Big 12 has, which is still a terrible media rights deal, you're not even competitive with the bad conferences, what the ACC and the Big 12 have, let alone you're... you're, you're 50% less than what you're dealing with in the, the Big Ten and the SEC. So I think this is a very, very interesting time for the Pac-12 and the fact that we haven't had the TV deal announced. And I'm assuming that once the, the schools are are in line, we'll see that TV deal. And I just have a sinking feeling that it is not going to be what Klyavkov has been talking about is going to be this great boon for the conference. And I would really be surprised if San Diego State and, and SMU were anywhere near full shares. This, so, ha- this has to be them taking a much smaller, a smaller piece of the pie. They're saying, Dennis Dodd is saying that the Pac-12 may need to commit to expansion before getting their yeah. what they want out of their media rights deal. So yeah. that's maybe why they're doing this. And a couple of people texting in that SMU is not a religious institution anymore. Founded by the Methodists, not operated by them now. Don't know that for sure. Um, we'll, we'll look it up, but then I guess that would be a good thing because the idea was is that they did, like BYU, one, they had the Sunday thing. They didn't want to play on Sundays, but it was a religious school and it was a non-research institution. 
and the, yeah, it's the non-sectarian in its teaching and is committed to the values of academic freedom and open inquiry. Okay, is it a research institution? They have a medical school, anything like that? Because supposedly that was one of the big hiccups: is they the the elite uh, academic institutions did not want to play ball with a you know a, a Baylor or a BYU or something like that. So I assume Southern Methodist, but maybe I'm making a wrong assumption there. But either way. You're still talking about the seventh best program in Texas. This is not a great get for the Pac-12. They're they're tier two. No. Does anyone get their hair blown back by San Diego State or SMU? At least San Diego State. You know, you have a presence in Southern California because once UCLA and USC leave, that is a big hole right in the middle of your conference. You can say that you're into Dallas there with with SMU and you're into Texas, but. Boy, that is a that's uh, that just doesn't do anything for me. Adding SMU to the conference, SMU, a nationally ranked private university located near the heart of Dallas, it is a distinguished center for global research with a liberal arts tradition. Again, don't know. So that seems very. Yeah, they're not a tier one research institution. Yeah, which, tier two. Again, has always been the deal with the Pac-12, but again, I think beggars can't be choosers. At well, Klyavkov seems to be screwing this up. Well, what That's else? How I view this. What else is he? There's nothing else you can do. Where else do you want to go? There's does well, does Fresno State do anything for you? I mean, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I I think that he was screwed when USC and UCLA left. Yes, but when they left, and that really wasn't his fault, right? Because then they blindsided the league. Sounds like it. So that's tough. But from that point on, you got to get proactive. And he didn't. Uh, the Big 12 added teams before he did. Mm-hmm. There were better options out there. He didn't. He was like, no, we're fine. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you're not fine. Yeah. And look, the Big 12 is now going to be a better league than you. I, Dude, the Pac-12 sucks. Yeah, you got... No. I mean, the new Pac-12. Well, you'll have Washington, Oregon, and Utah will be your flag bearers. And I still think that's better than the top end that you have in the Big 12. Look, to me, this will come down to when the playoff expands, at least you'll have access to it, right? You'll be in the dance, and I'll be very interested to see what this TV, what the TV deal comes yeah. out. But I, I am willing to guess. I'll, I'll say right now. It'll be less than the Big 12. I, I think when this is all said and done, so there you go. I think the deal will be the worst deal in the the, the, the Power 5. So how are they better than the Pac, uh, Pac uh, the Big Twelve? They're not. They I just, they just. I, I think you've got some better marquee brands. They screwed up. But if you're Washington and Oregon, I'll bet you you're a little you're a little pissed. A and, little. Yeah. And Dude, that, they got to be begging the Big Ten to jump. Well, it doesn't sound like the Big Ten has much. So interest what changed right now. with that? It just sounds like they 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 had their deal, and unless they, they can raid some other schools from the East, sounds like they're right now at least willing for the time being to stay put. So, again, when the TV deal comes out, we'll see what the, the grant of rights is, how long this deal is, if there's equal revenue sharing or if there's bigger pieces of the pie going to existing members. Or it wouldn't shock me if Oregon and Washington are both saying, hey, screw the existing members. We want more. We want more. Yep. Is, is there, That's mean, what I'd be doing. They are propping that thing up, kind of what Texas and Oklahoma did in the Big 12 all those years ago. Say, hey, man, we want we we understand our value right now. We are the Pac-12, yelling and screaming. So this is just. Do you have to be in a like? Could, why can Oregon just do an independent schedule? Well, you make no money. You can't like. No, you you make peanuts. You can't just play a, around. The, you can. BYU did it. So did Notre Dame. Well, that's what I mean. Well, the difference is Notre Dame got 
sixty million dollars from NBC. Oregon ain't getting sixty million dollars from NBC. If you would be why you get <laughs> like six, six million. Yeah, and, and for I, all their football games. Uh huh. So no wonder they joined the Big Twelve. Yeah, there's no money in it. Unless you're unless you're hmm. in, in, in Notre Dame and you can carry a huge deal like that. You know what I smell? What Nike TV? <laughs> That's what I smell. Being independent is an absolute death sentence unless you are a big swinging D. And remember too, with the access to the the, the playoff, hmm. Notre Dame has always gotten the benefit of the doubt. Oregon and Washington can't do that. Even the idea of USC going private uh, or going uh, independent was laughed at. There's yeah, they couldn't even do they, it. They couldn't even do it. So. What about the ACC and the Pac-12 joining forces? Let's go back to that. <laughs> there was that talk. Yeah, but it sounds and why like, has it, that fizzled? Sounds like that died on the vine because that league kind of sucks too. But then you get into that whole thing of well, why would I split the pie x many more ways? Well, and and unfortunately too, the only team to add SMU. Well, the only people that are bidding on the sounds like they're really bidding on the Pac-12 deal or ESPN who owns the ACC is ESPN and they're locked into a yeah. sweetheart of a deal with the ACC. That's right. So that deal's already done. Yeah. The SEC deal, I'm talking a media rights deal. Mm-hmm. Those are done. Yep. Big 10 just did a huge one. Yep. And the Big 12 got theirs done. They so, signed an extension, so this so is So at it. this point, this is what we were saying from day one, that if you're not proactive, you're going to get left behind, and that's exactly where the Pac-12 is. Yeah. They and, were not proactive, they sat on their hands, and now look. And there's not a lot of bidding going on, and it may not be, there's just, there's whisperings that the Amazon, you know, streaming deal was not the savior that the Pac-12 was hoping for, but nothing's written in stone, so. Yeah, we'll give them a shot. Give them a shot, and but behind the scenes, I think there is. I wouldn't be surprised if Kavkov just leaves. <laughs> I think he's sweating bullets, but we'll see. All right, uh, in the news is coming up next. Um, a Jansen Beach staple is closing. We all shed a tear. Here is Buck with Sports. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. Uh, Somebody text in, and they're exactly right. If the Pac-12 were smart, they would have merged with the Big 12, and they did talk about that. There was some discussions, but... 
They and I guess it was the Big 12 that said, nah, we're, we're good. Well, it ended up being at each other's throats, too. Remember, Klyavkov was taking shots. And, yeah. you know, well, there was talk that the Big 12, when, when they ended up expanding with Houston and, and BYU, Cincinnati, and what, uh, UCF. Central Florida. You know, there was some talk that, you know, they were trying to add... <laughs> trying to add some Pac-12 schools and we know those discussions occurred and well that would have killed the Pac-12 but I'm talking about what if they when they were both kind of hanging in the wind yeah they should have merged it would seem to me that that would have been good for both of them but maybe not yeah again it, it all comes down to what TV execs think what who's willing to pay for what to me, that seems to make sense. Well, you're trying to get into Texas with SMU. Uh-huh. Okay, you could have gotten into Texas with TCU, Texas Tech. Uh, who else? Texas is, oh, not Texas A&M. They're Baylor. Gone. Baylor. Baylor would you could have there. gotten there with, I mean, well, it's just. Kansas. I mean, they were the right. fertile recruiting grounds. Again, I, I, it's it's hard to know because, like, you, you know, we were told that when Washington and Oregon were in the mix for the Big Ten, the reason why it, it, it didn't happen was adding those two doesn't add another whatever hundreds couple hundred million dollars to the tv deal like to us we look at that and be like that's a no-brainer why wouldn't you want oregon and washington in the big 10 makes total sense you'd have an absolute monstrosity out there but supposedly that when the 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 big 10 was shopping their deal around and they went to the tv execs and said hey you know what do you think about adding a couple more the tv execs went meh they're worth this much a year and it wasn't enough to cover the cost of splitting the pie so that's the one thing i just i I always say with any of these negotiations i just don't know i don't know if you took all of the big 12 and the pac 10 because usc and ucla are gone you smushed that together and you brought it to a, a a network i don't know what that's worth but it clearly wasn't enough for both sides to put aside pride and ego and fear and and get along with that but i just know klyavkov walked into what he thought was going to be a really nice negotiation, UCLA and USC bolt. Oregon and Washington immediately start asking for a lifeline to bolt with them. Utah and all the Southern schools start flirting with the Big 12, and they're looking to get out. That guy was handed a disaster and is having to humpty-dumpty this thing. And However it ends up, I can't necessarily blame him because he just walked into a a landmine and he's trying to do his best. February 8, 2023, time now for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello, thank you. It is National Kite Flying Day. Fly a kite if you're really, 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 really bored. If you're at the beach and you have kids, smaller kids, I'd say 12 and under, the kite is legit. Outside of that, no reason to do it unless you want to creep someone out. Because I think one of the creepier things you could do is to just fly a kite at night in front of someone's house. It's very unsettling. Imagine if you it's at night and you hear something, like the wind is rustling a little bit, and you look outside and it's just me on your front yard, and you're like, hey, what's Sook doing? And I'm flying a kite looking at you. Very. Well, these days, I would un- think that's a drone. <laughs> Very unsettling. You're looking into my windows <laughs> from, I don't know, how, how, how far up do kites go? Oh, they can go up their ways. Give me a number. 100 feet. 100 feet. You're looking into my windows from 100 feet. <laughs> You're doing. You're up to no good. <laughs> the drone kite. That's I, right. I've got the balloon for that. Are you kidding me? I got the Chinese spying on you. Uh, it's also laugh and get rich day. Oh, that's one I don't really understand. How but. does that work? I would like to participate. No. Uh, I, yeah, I mean. So I, if I laugh, I get money. Maybe it's like you get people to laugh, like a YouTube sort of thing. 
Well, I'm going to do my own research, as so many are these days, and find out. Uh, the day is about encouraging laughter so that, the, so that the effects can be felt across all areas of life. Science has proven that laughter actually can be medicine. Those who are in pain or suffering from chronic illness can increase the production of endorphins. And when the body releases endorphins, the result is a lift in mood and a decrease in pain and uh, apparently an embarrassment of riches. So by get rich, they mean enrich our lives, which Correct. is not remotely the same and entirely misleading. Correct. Very okay. boring. I did uh, listen to a TED Talk today that did say, uh, we talked about this, it's that research. They've done it over 80 years. The key to being happy, strong social connections. That's right. Um, well, you will not be able to meet your strong social network at BJ's in Jansen Beach anymore. Oh, the Pazuki is no more, huh? They are closing. That's the only reason to go to BJ's. The Pazuki is dynamite. Honk your horn if you knew BJ's in Jansen Beach was still open. I haven't been to Jansen Beach in a long, long time. But it's closing. Okay. Is that that's a chain though, right? That's not a local thing. I don't know. They're they're saying uh, shifting business priorities. Yeah, I don't know if you've been down to Jansen Beach lately. Um, it's been a long time. It's not going well down yeah. there. It's. Well, I drive uh, by it. You know, you drive on the bridge there. You yeah, know. I hear a lot of horror stories about uh, that area down there and, and stuff that the business is facing. My brother said that he. Mm. He went down there. There's like a casual mail, like a big and tall store. And I think he went down there to buy like a jacket for his kid. And in order to go shopping at the casual, uh, you know, big store, you have to be buzzed in. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're at a like a weird porno theater. Like you, you, like you knock on the door and then someone comes and you're like, hey, I would like a 4XL jacket. And they're like, come with me. Like that's where... That's like what they're dealing with. It's a sad there. state of affairs, Chase. Yeah, I guess they're shutting businesses down left and right there. So I feel bad for those businesses. When uh, when I lived in the center, it's no good. My family and I would traverse the I five. I don't much anymore, but we made our uh, we made a stop at uh, at BJ's from time to time. Yeah, had some uh, it's a decent JoJo's, but again, it was all about the dessert. The Pazuki was the crown jewel of well, you BJ's. Had, you had Waddles. Yeah, Waddles was gone. That's a um, new chicken place now. It's like JD's or something. You had Hooters. Bradley's. Hooters. Yeah. And then you had, uh, my first gig was in that Doubletree Jansen Beach Hotel right there. Didn't that burn down? Well, one side of it. I was in the other side. But yes, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, the, yeah, one side did have a big fire. And I don't know what's there now. I drive by there all the time. I never I don't even know if they. I don't know if they, Is it just I, an empty I, lot I, over I there? Know. There's a car toys down there. I got a stereo installed once. <laughs> that used to be a pretty nice hotel. I hope I, I haven't been in there in a long time, but uh, maybe it still is. I, I think know. it's called the Thunderbird now. The DoubleTree? There's a hotel. I think. Ah, or is man, that on I, the other side? Oh, it's 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 been a while. It's been hey, listen, a while. I, listen to this big news. Okay, I'm going to tease this news for our next segment. This is no good. Oh, Damon's was down there too, right? Oh, there you go. Yeah, Damon's the sports bar. Each uh, hey, each table had its own little TV. Fun fact. Do you know where I watched the Blazers blow the 15-point fourth quarter lead to the Lakers? I'm guessing Damon's. Damon's and Jansen That Beach. wasn't a bad little sports bar. It was, going cra- it was crazy in there. Yeah. That's when I first got here. Crazy in a bad way. So I'm going to tease this story by telling you, you will be outraged by what some government officials have done now. Here locally. (laughs) I'm ready to be outraged. Do you know what I'm referring to? Local officials. I have one word for you. Bourbon. Oh, I know of what you speak. Where do you hear this? Next on The Fan. So the old Doubletree is now Red Lion Hotel on the river. Mm -hmm. Jansen Beach. That's on the... 
east side of I-5, right? Is it? Is that? Yes. And that one is the one where I used to work back in, when they put a steakhouse back in there. Short-lived. But um, that they've blown out part of the convention space, and they put in, like, pickleball courts and stuff. Oh. And on the other side is the one that burned down. There is still nothing there. Yeah, it's just the it's just empty lawn. smoldering remains that they knocked down. <laughs> yeah, that was years ago. Well, again, I don't think a lot of people are clamoring to head down to Jansen Beach. We've got to, it's a bit of a struggle bus there. All right, well, this is going to piss you off. The Oregon Liquor Control Those Commission. sons of bitches. Well, now it's the cannabis, Liquor and Cannabis con- Control Commission yes. county thing. So the OLCCC? Yeah. Okay. Actually, I think they changed it to the OL. It's still the OLCC, but they changed it to Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission. They took out the word control. So they're not controlling anything anymore. Well, they're they're, they're controlling something. They're controlling the flow. They're controlling apparently whatever they want. And our new fearless leader, Governor Tina Kotek, is calling for their ouster. That's right. After the quote. Yes. What did I hear? The, The title was. Blockbuster findings. Blockbuster findings detailed in an investigation obtained by the Oregonian and Oregon Live in response to a public records request reveal a long-standing practice within the OLCC of reserving bottles of the popular bourbon Pappy Van Winkle for multiple employees, including the recently ousted executive director Steve Marks and his second-in-command, Will Higland. Freaking a! They would. They were hoarding the sought-after bourbons. Yeah. So if you don't know, like the OLCC, you can't like a bottle of Pappy Twenty Three on the open market will run you like five, six Gs. That's what we gave away with uh, Joey Harrington. This is the Harrington Foundation. But that bottle, if you were to buy it in a store, it is only like a, a hundred and like twenty bucks. And the OLCC will not allow liquor stores to sell that for more than than what the retail price is. But apparently they just decided to never let that get to the shelves. They just kept it for themselves. What they did with it, whether they drank it, whether they sold it, either way, you can't do that. No. That's a that's bit of a bad. that's a bit of a no-no. Somebody says the the OLCC might as well be the mob. Pretty much. And it's always been that way. They're awful. Yes. It's a bad system. Talk to anyone that uh is in the liquor business that have to, yes. that has to deal with them and they will tell you that this is the least surprising thing ever. So the scheme came to light last April when a departing agency employee documented his concern in an email to agency staff saying the state warehouse supervisor set aside bottles of bourbon and has them sent to stores so that higher-ups can pick them up. The complaint prompted an internal investigation which found the practice was widespread and included Mr. Marks. Steve effing Marks. Screw you, man. Although, to be fair, I think most people in that position were probably doing that same thing. Well, most people don't have an, like a state liquor control commission like this. No, but this is the same thing. Remember we had the lady at Nike get ousted for doing this in that, like, Jordan, like, retro shoes. Like, I they, thought that was her son. Yeah, her son, but she got canned for it. She was giving him the shoes? She was giving him the access to buy the shoes, and they were like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, and then he's know. flipping them all. And he's flipping them all, because you can get, like, again, retail on a shoe, let's say 200 bucks. He uses a Nike employee discount. He gets it for 110 Oh, and by the way, he's able to buy 40 or 50 pair of a shoe that no one else can get a hold of, and then on the secondary market, that shoe sells for 1000 bucks. Dude was raking in cash all because he had access. It's the same thing here. You can't tell me that they were just... I, I, 
I would be shocked if this was just for personal use and if some of this wasn't ending up on, on the secondary market. Because some of the, the, like the Pappy Van Winkle, it's so expensive. Yeah, they're saying that, um, so Nikki Leslie, who manages the agency's liquor distribution center, said the bourbons had been diverted for at least eight years and involved brands with cult-like followings among connoisseurs such as Elmer T. Lee and the whole line of Pappy Van Winkle bourbons from 10-year to the 23-year bottles. And um, they said that they would pay for them. So the bottles that were requested that were diverted so they could go pick them up, they would pay. They just wanted the access. Yeah. But then again, and then you can go sell them. But that's what I'm want. saying. You just spend 120 bucks on a bottle of Pappy. Whether oh. you want to keep that to yourself, who cares what they were doing with them? This is this is bullshit. <laughs> well, isn't it isn't it even worse though if they're then turning around and making a profit off of that? I I view it all the same. All the same. It may be worse, but I, I don't care. It's it stops at you're taking our bourbon. Yes. <laughs> Period. You're out. This is just one of the the you're ben- out. from. From shoes to concert tickets to liquor, the truth of the matter is that the average Joe, you have very little chance of getting your hands on anything that is coveted, right? Can we just... Yeah, this whole this whole region of the country where you can get certain bourbons and can't get others, that whole thing is a little weird to me, and I sort of refuse to buy into it all. Yeah. You know, like, okay, so we can't get, like, out, out in, um, what was it, a buddy of mine... When I was just back in Kansas, was talking to me about bourbons. He's like, "Man, we can't get that here. Can you send me a bottle?" I'm like, "Ah, you know, I don't. You, you should be able to get it here. It's it's wide. It's widespread here. I think it was like maybe Buffalo trade. We have friends in in Denver. Same thing. Outside of Denver, they're like, "Hey, we we know that such yeah. and such gets distributed near you. Do you think you could get us a couple bottles like next time it comes yeah. around?" And like, we're like, uh, I mean, I get why you want it, but this shouldn't be this way. It should not be this way. That's the thing. It, that's all for someone devoted enough that market. wants it like that. Like, let's just let's make it so that those people can get it. Yeah, I, I think we need to do an expose on why certain bourbons are so hard to to get in some regions it's like a lot of it has to do with distribution channels and it's it sounds to me like similar to this story a lot of it's a racket (laughs) seriously it's all made here well not all of it but most of it's made here it should be distributed just like it it's just become so popular bourbon that i don't know feels nefarious it does and And i'm not paying any more than than market price for a bottle of bourbon. Amen to that. Just not. I'll go find a bottle that may not be as high highfalutin. Yeah. But there's I, plenty of good bottles that are that are, you can get readily. That are it's forty bucks. And and actually, the like the the owners, like the people that make Pappy, they're pissed. They hate this. Like they they've openly talked about that they hate the fact that their bourbon, which is not a super high end bourbon, has become this ridiculous, um, this ridiculously priced thing. This is not what they set out to do. Well, it is what the OLCC apparently set out to do and has been doing for at least eight years. Yeah, this Congratulations. is not okay. But Tina Kotek's on our side, so it's, I like that. It's about time. About time she got down to what we really care about, where the bourbon's going. I would think, though, if you're a bourbon fan and you run the OLCC, it would be hard not to like pull a bottle or two for yourself. You know? and, that's... and that's what a lot of liquor stores even do. I mean, I, I went into one in Kansas. Where the lady was like, yeah, because I had a buddy looking for one. And I was like, oh, I'll go I'll go look for it. It's just down the street. So I went in there. It's something you can't get here. And she's like, oh, that's so popular. She's like, we have a couple bottles back there. But uh, the back they, 
basically you can't have them. I'm like, all right, who gets those? <laughs> She's like, well, we'll use them for promotions. I'm like, no, you won't. You're going to take them home, or That's, the owner's going to take them home. There's always a back room. There's yeah. always a secret back so, room. come on. I'm not playing this game where I have to be like a VIP to get a bottle of freaking bourbon. All right? Give me a bottle of bullet. <laughs> there is a lot of fine bourbon that you that's readily available. That is 100% correct. I mean, all the nice wines, you can get it. Yeah. Got to pay the price. Yeah. Well, you can get it here, too. You just got to pay the price. And that price is uh, apparently $5,000. Yeah. The idea of spending $5,000 on a $120 bottle of bourbon, that to me <laughs> is... Is that a little, is that a little off? <laughs> is that a little wax? It's like, what? What in the, the hell? Kids say whack. I guess. Um, all right. We got to go. Tomorrow, I will tell you about... So we were talking about the gas stove. Um, yeah, that died The down. libs coming... No, it did not. It didn't? No, sir. I haven't heard anything about the gas no, stoves in forever. Well, I, I can't tell you about it today because we're out of time. Oh. I will tell you about it tomorrow. I'm sure Lars Larson has spent his whole show on it today. But uh, we have the first city in Oregon who will be... Rest- he, they are coming for your gas stoves. Okay? It's only a matter of time. I don't have one, but I'm still going to be outraged. Before they take your gas stoves, your guns, and probably your children, if they're nice. Will they they make my kids become drag queens? Well, that's what the libs do. I would assume that that's what's happening. I knew it. So there's your In the News for February 8th, 2023. Tune in tomorrow for more shenanigans. The Hot 5 at 5 is next. I don't know what went on with Michael Irvin, but he's now out at the NFL Network for some reason. Pac-12 expansion and the latest on Patrick Mahomes next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.